They did it. Nobody believed but us. That's why we call faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot. Reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that life, diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greed is that niners talk. Yeah. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Niners talk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. We back. What's going on, everybody out there? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. Oh, we got the panel with us today. We got Miss Peachy B in the place to be. And my girl, Annie, Miss It's a Hard Knock Life for us. <laughs> What's going on, ladies? How you doing, Peachy? How you doing, Annie? Awesome. Doing good. Doing good. Good, good, good. It's a Monday. Beginning of the week, got four days to go before before it's weekend again, right? Like so, we, we got a good show for everybody out there today. We're going to be talking wide receivers, and I can't wait to get down to the get down. We got some news for you. We got some rumors out there, and then we're going to go ahead and break down some of these. Uh, show me the money, guys. So welcome to Show Me the Money. Listen, let's get down to the nitty gritty. If you're on Facebook, make sure you give us a like and follow. That's Nitty Gritty Niners spelled all the way out. If you can also follow us on Twitter. That's at Nitty Gritty with the number 9ERS. You can also follow us on Instagram where we'll be posting pictures of our shows. So make sure you're there. That's at Nitty Gritty Niners. And if you're on YouTube and if you're not on YouTube, join YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. That's Nitty Gritty Niners. And while you're there, go ahead and smash that like button one time. That's the little thumbs up button for you guys, all right? And to everyone listening to us on their favorite podcast, make sure you go to your one-stop shop for podcasting. That's anchor.fm backslash Nitty Gritty Niners. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, and my absolute favorite, Apple Podcasts. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe to us and select five stars now listen the email address is popping last time i checked people don't like regular mail so we got the electronic mail so go ahead and give us an email to nitty gritty niners at gmail.com as a matter of fact ladies we're going to be doing a giveaway at some point in the show and the first person that emails this email address will win the prize how about that Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. She's your host, Crystal Peachy B. And she's the host, Miss NFC Niners, a.k.a. Miss Annie. How you guys doing? I know you said you're doing good, but we need some energy from y'all. I know it's going to get boring in the offseason until something happens with the 49ers. I know it's all talk. But uh, you know what, Annie? Get right to the news. What, what do you got for us? Yeah, let's get right into it. Our first news this week, because the news is far and far between these days. Um, we have, they put out a big list of, uh, you, you guys probably saw it, there it is right there, the coaching staff moves. And the new name on to be added to this list this week was Clay Kubiak. You guys probably all saw he is now going to contribute to the defensive quality control. And Clay Kubiak, he was really... He hasn't really been around the league much. He was the head coach for the Strick J-Suit High School in Houston. But because 
Gary Kubiak and Mike Shanahan, they had coached together with for the Broncos in the 90s. Kyle's really trying to keep those keep those ties this year. It seems ever since like Sala left, he's kind of taken control, brought in the guys that he wants, a lot of guys he's familiar with that know him, know his system. So uh, great move. Yeah. Yeah. A great move. I mean, an, another guy that, you know, our coach likes and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, a, a lot of these guys on this this list, I still don't know who they are. Like, I'm just going to be honest right. with you. Because you don't hear their names often, right? It's, it's only when they're about to leave us, you'll hear their names and then be like, oh, that was the coach of this. Okay. Yeah, no problem, but, like you know, big pie, like some like big history. Then you're like, right. Yeah. right. You know, right. I mean, if you're not the OC or, or the DC or the head coach, we probably don't know who you are. No disrespect coaches out there. Keep, <laughs> keep up the bang up job. Any other news for us, Annie? Yeah, I have some re-signing. I know you guys were probably couldn't sleep at night. You were waiting to hear if River Craycraft was going to be re-signed. So, yeah, it's a move for depth. I mean, he got he caught six passes. He had a lot put on his shoulders this season. I mean, it's not every day that your whole wide receiver group gets put on the COVID nineteen list, and you're they're like okay, River, you're going to be like our wide receiver too or whatever. And so he uh, he did a pretty decent job. He caught, he, uh, returned some punts. So he'll be great to have on the practice squad, special teams, and to now, all now up. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, know, I know he returned some punts, but I mean, if we can all get that one punt return out of our memory, do you guys know which one I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> the one where he had 95 yards of field in front of him and he fear caught the ball. Like, what the hell uh, is River Craycraft? Yes. Like, did Probably he, like he, the Red Sea for it. It was just like, uh, like he, he could have scored a touchdown. You know, possibly, but he at least would have got 30, 40 yards. Easy. Yeah. Right. season, I think we were all waiting for the moment Brandon Ayuk would return a punt. And then we see River Craycraft standing in the backfield, right? We were like, well, you literally went to every single last option. Before exactly. You- they would yeah. not let Brandon Ayuk return punts. Or <laughs> I guarantee you it was injury number purposes yeah. or whatever. Because yeah, the 49ers definitely. were just wearing in especially at that wide receiver position. And you know Kyle Shanahan likes to keep like nine or 10 of them guys just, you know, you know, ready or available. But shout out to Craycraft, man. I'm glad he's back. Uh, will he make the team? I don't know. Uh, but but he's here. Well, okay. He's got a one-year contract. We don't know what his terms are. Uh, any other right. news for us, Annie? Yeah, our last re-signing, Kai Nakua, a safety. He's back on a one-year deal. Another practice squad guy who will probably compete for a spot on the team. I mean, he started in five. He was active for five games. He didn't start. He played on special teams. He was safety, but um, I think he got one tackle this season. He's only, I think he's only been active for three other other games in his entire three-year career. So he's definitely, they're giving him a chance, bringing him back. Same thing as River Craycraft, you know, give him a spot in the practice squad to keep that depth going. A guy that I, I, one, I couldn't, you know, pronounce his name. And two, I didn't even know he was on the team. So shout out to Annie for breaking this particular player down. We have another safety. Look, the safety position is going to be missing a starter. And somebody's going to have to fill in that role. Will he be the person to fill in the role? Tune in because we don't know either. So thank you so much for the news. Anything else on your news plate? Because I feel like the 49ers are kind of like treading thin. They're not 
know, just yeah, no I, I think that was it this week. Yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's none of that good stuff. All no. right, all right, all right. Listen, so, uh, you know, uh, I just want to say this before Peachy goes ahead and she's going to break down if. If there are any rumors out there, I feel like there there might not be too many rumors going around. But the 49ers have been in, in living in Rumorville for the past month. You know, like up until super week of the Super Bowl, it's been they've been tied to this quarterback and that quarterback, and they're still actually tied to a quarterback. And I actually have something about that. But who knows what's gonna happen with the 49ers? I will say this, and that's the last time I'm gonna speak on it. I'm gonna rock with Jimmy Garoppolo until he's not here. How about that? I, I think that's the only thing I can say yeah. that can satisfy anybody. How do you feel about that, Peachy? How do you feel about that, Annie? Can we all agree we're just gonna rock with Jimmy until we just don't? Yeah, because yeah. He's probably going to be our starter next year anyway. I mean, I don't yeah, see Right. Him. And he's probably going to yeah. be the starter in 2022, too. I mean, it's just the way things go. <laughs> Us as 49er fans, you know, all we could do is just hope and wish and pray. But probably. nine times out of ten, it, it's already written in stone what it's going to be. I mean, they did say he was going to be the quarterback. So, you know what? At this point, I can care less unless it is that guy, whoever they think that guy is. Because I can tell you right now, Wayne Breezy, Peachy B., and my girl Annie, we don't know who the guy is for Kyle Shanahan. I think I thought I knew who the guy. I don't know who the guy is. I, I, right. I, don't, know, I don't even think Kyle Shanahan knows who the guy is. So we're just gonna have to wait and see. All right, Peachy, I know you got some rumors for us. What you got? Okay, so we have this this rumor that's going around about a couple of players that are um, on the verge of possibly getting cut. Western Richburg and D Ford says that they are expected to release them as a salary cap move to save $23.6 million. Million. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Because it's a post move, I didn't think that it would be this large amount of money. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit less than this. I thought it was like ten million plus. Oh no, I guess it's about right. Are you ten and then yeah. eleven million? So I guess yeah, that's it's about, about right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. right. Yeah, you know, so, so what do you think? I mean, Annie, do you think that these two players should be cut? Yeah, especially if you're going to get twenty-three million dollars. I mean, I don't know what you're waiting for. And absolutely, you don't even know if D Ford's ever going to play again. And Weston Richburg. He's just had so many health problems and you just have to start solidifying your roster around healthy guys and not overpaying anybody. And the only way you're going to get these healthy guys and be able to build a good offensive line and defensive line is by getting this money, saving this money. I agree. At this point, I agree. As much as I like D Ford, I like him as a gentleman. He's a famous, you know, fantastic piano player. His moms can sing pretty darn good edge rusher. But health is wealth, and I just don't think he's going to be healthy. You know, you know, players are getting older. The game is changing. The game is getting faster. We can probably draft the speed guy. I, I think it might be time to cut if we're going to be getting back this astronomical amount of money. Like you know, mm-hmm. as far as Richburg is concerned, look, he was a Kyle Shanahan guy. He wanted him <laughs> from the Giants, and he just isn't panning out. You know, and if we're ready to cut. Jimmy Garoppolo because he can't stay healthy. I mean, these guys should be gone as well. If we add Jimmy right. to that number, man, we're looking at 40 plus, Ooh. whatever, 20 something. That's 60 million. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? That's true. Million dollars. So I'm not saying they're cutting Jimmy. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I don't want nobody coming down on my head. Don't be. You know, good well what's gonna happen. You know that they're all gonna be attacking you in like five minutes. Oh yeah. (laughs) Twitter is so weird, y'all. I, I talked about Jimmy. I must have lost like 23 followers. I was like at 4,470. It went down to like 4,000 something 50. And then I was just like, damn, what did I do? I don't post like nude fo- maybe i should post nude photos i'll get more followers but i don't post that crazy stuff and all i said was one thing and next thing i know and then they came back so i don't know i don't know what happened you know i don't know if they're new people or whatever i don't know about you but i you know i like people i like to say stuff i like to talk about just about anything so mm-hmm. thanks for following me and speaking of following wayne breezy make sure you're following at crystal peachy b on twitter and following miss annie at nfc niners um on instagram and twitter that's her account on both so make sure you go ahead yeah. and give them a follow yeah john i said it i mean why not i mean all the every, i feel like the more nudes you post the more likes you get. I, I don't understand right. it, but it's just the way it is. You know, it's the American That's way. So true. <laughs> I can show a little T-I-T-T, you know, whatever, a little bit. You know what I mean? But, hey, guys, we're going to keep this a family show. You know what I'm saying? Made for kids. All right. So, <laughs> we got the news. We got the, Any other rumors from you, Peachy? Any, anything else floating out there for the Niners? It is really dry right now. I really uh, can't think of anything. The only thing is about the trade that's being discussed with the Niners and the Jets, the swap of first-round picks, the Jets' late-round pick, Sam Donald to the Niners, and a future second-round pick to the Jets. That's the rumor that's out there as far as. So the Sam, Sam Donald uh, will not go away. <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you this question. If they trade for Sam Darnold, what does that mean for Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you still think he'll be on this roster, or do you think they will cut him? Post six one. I think they. You know. And I, um, I, I actually, I'm not sure. I don't know. That um, I, I did feel like that we would cut him, and then it's like I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All yeah. Right. So. I mean, I wonder, I wonder what people think out there. You know, if they do trade for Sam Darnold, they giving up some stash. Uh, do you think they'll keep Jimmy? I mean, they did sign Josh Rosen. I'm not saying he's the guy, but, you know, okay. who knows? But they'll be getting in a, a young, I, I would say, talented type of quarterback that just hasn't had the right system or whatnot, and they might be able to do something. You know, I think Kyle Shanahan just needs guys he can shape and mold. I, I think that's what the issue is when it comes okay. to quarterback. I think Jimmy was molded a certain way. And Kyle said, oh, I could do this with Jimmy or I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and then, you know, what? he, he, he needs another person. He can kind of like shape him up. I think Jimmy might be just a little bit limited when it comes to rocking that playbook. So I don't know, Annie. I, I, I think I'm with you. I, I think he gets cut. Uh, and and it gives the 49ers some money back in their cap, you know what I mean? So they can do some things. Yeah. Now there's also a rumor out there, right? I don't and I don't know how much of a rumor this is. I, I definitely know. If you guys seen the video of Debo, Debo talks to his you know fellow teammates or whatever or whatnot. You know each and every week, right? He's he's on the he's on the gram, and he had my man Trent Williams up there, who was getting a fresh one by the way with no mask. So COVID is not. Whatever. Anyway, so Trent's getting a freshie. Trent Williams is still in Santa Clara. 
your thoughts, Annie, and then your thoughts, Peachy. I mean, my thoughts, I'm hoping, is that they're trying to work out a deal right now. I know that they were trying to work out one late in the season and it didn't work out, but hopefully it's different this time around and they can come to a conclusion and bring Trent Williams back. So, mm, Peachy, thoughts, Trent still in Santa Clara. I'm liking it. I am hoping, just like Annie said, that that they're able to work out uh, something with him. I'm crossing my fingers if that's what's going on. One thing that I would like to add, Debo was on there on top, and a lot of people had some different impressions of the way that Debo was acting. Debo is is not like um, disgruntled with the 49ers by any means whatsoever. Debo, I believe, is just stuck in, in, um, and cannot get out because quarantine in the whole nine yards. And he was agitated about that. He wasn't agitated about being on the 49ers. I think a lot of people took that wrong when they listened to Debo and Trent on there. Debo is just frustrated because of where he's at. He's stuck. <laughs> I mean, I, the, well, if you listen to what, what, what Trent asked, you know, he asked him about being there and he was like, nah, man, don't do the people like that in San Francisco. Because he cause, right. cause people said, man, you still there? And he was like, yeah. Exactly. You know I mean? And so yeah. Trent was like, ain't nothing wrong with this, you know, you know, being here, man. These are peoples. And he was like, don't, don't do them like that. They love you. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I believe Trent right. will be back. I don't care how much money we have to pay him. Go get you a left tackle for the next three to five years and then draft a guy at some point. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you have the capital to draft a, a left tackle or just keep replenishing the left tackle in the daggone free agency department. It's okay to supplement at certain positions. You don't always have to draft that one guy, even though you want your left tackle that you draft and build. But it's okay to supplement in the in free agency. So I'm hoping we pick up Trent. I'm hoping we pick up uh, Alex Mack. And then we have a different story to talk about when it comes to the offensive line. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in because we're going to get into the episode titled Show Me the Money. And if you don't know where that phrase came from, if you guys haven't seen Jared McGuire, I, 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 you know, one, I probably want to slap you. And two, please go watch the movie. It's a great family movie. Jerry Maguire starring Tom Cruise, Cuba Gooden Jr., and that little kid who's an old man right now. He's, he's an old dad. He's a grown-ass man now. Right? Mm -hmm. So the other guys are super old. They're like grandfathers if the little kid is grown. So go watch this movie. <laughs> great movie. And it was from an agent and a wide receiver perspective, right? That was his client and all that type of good stuff. And he represented him. So we're going to talk about our wide receivers. Now, the signing of River Craycraft, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andrea Peachy, I believe we only have two wide receivers that are going to be free agents this upcoming season. Am I wrong or am I right? I got Kendrick Bourne, right. Trent Taylor. Who am I missing? I don't think you're missing anybody. I don't it think so. Yeah, I think that's it. And then they went and pulled the okie dokie on me. Right. So I had to remove him from my graphic. 49ers. I had to remove him from my graphic. <laughs> but it, it was Craycraft. So we have Trent Taylor and then we have you know, Kendrick Bourne. So let's go ahead. I'm going to post a picture of Trent Taylor and then we're going to talk. I'm going to read his stats. And then let's ask you guys a simple question. Do you want him back? Or will he, do you want him back? And do you think he will be back? Like that, I think that's what it is. Do you want him back from your perspective? And do you think the 49ers will resign Trent Taylor? Now, Trent Taylor uh, was drafted in 2017, right? He played his first season. And his numbers were pretty 
pretty decent. You know, he was behind Marquise Goodwin, I believe, at the time. So, look, he, he had 43 receptions, 430 yards. He was averaging 10 yards. His long was 33, and he had two TDs. And then in 2018, the injuries started settling in, right? Halved. Everything was halved. And in 2020, less than half. So, you know, these are his stats. It sucks that his career with the 49ers only, you know, allowed him to, to grab three TDs. Um, but that's something that we need to talk about. So Trent Taylor will be a free agent. Uh, let's go with Peachy first. Peachy, uh, do you want Trent Taylor back in a 49ers uniform? And do you think the 49ers want him back in a 49ers uniform? Absolutely not. Oh, wow. And I hope I hope that the 49ers do not want him back. I'm just going to leave him like that. Okay. Because I do not. I most certainly do not. All right, Annie. Yeah, I mean, I just feel bad for the guy because in, like, the early Jimmy phase, like, was 2017, he was like a first down machine with Jimmy. I mean, they had an amazing connection and he was all over the place. But ever since his injury, he's lost the speed. He's lost the shiftiness. He's never been the same. And it's, yeah, there's just really nothing else to say because it just hasn't really worked out for him and panned out for him on this team. And I don't want to see him back because he wasn't even, I don't even think he was active towards the end of the season. Right. Um, so I don't want a guy back who's just going to be taking our salary cap and not playing. And then I also don't think they're going to bring him back for the same reason. He just doesn't serve much purpose to this team anymore. Yes, yes, yes. And and for the first time ever, you know, I'm going to say this to Melissa because Melissa is one of our, our biggest supporters and she's always out there looking out. Melissa, this is me. Now, I've never heard you <laughs> with a mean out in your, in your entire being. Bye-bye, <laughs> Mr. Taylor. Enjoy your Newlywood status. We don't want you back. Look, I, I'm with Annie and Peachy on this, okay? I thought Trent Taylor was going to be the, the next damn Wes Welker. Matter of fact, he was so good his rookie year, they went and hired Wes Welker to coach mm-hmm. these type of wide receivers. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> and then his feet, his feet happened. Both feet. Like, it was just like, oh, man. And he just couldn't get right. And this being the business, uh, this being the business, we just have to, you cut your ties. I mean, you watch the 49ers cut a receiver they draft Mm mid-season. Dante Pettis. And just in case y'all forgot. And, and, And now here's the other guy they drafted in that draft. And it's like, you know, they're just not going to resign. So at least they let, allowed him to finish the season. But they thought that they were going to get more out of Kendrick, I mean, out of uh, Trent Taylor. They thought he was going to be able to return. They thought he was going to be able to be the third down chain guy mover. Like, those things just didn't pan out for him. And you know what I'm going to say? And I know I'm going to get trashed for this, but I, I don't care. It's Nitty Gritty Show. I expect Jalen Hurd to be on the same scope next season. So if he can't suit up, his ass is cut. I'm telling you right now, yeah. if he can't get healthy, right. you will not see Jalen Hurd. Don't talk to me about Jalen Hurd gotcha. if he can't get right and get on the field. Y'all talk all that smack about Jimmy Garoppolo being injured, <laughs> not being on the field. You know, don't don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. If he can't suit up, he's Audi 5,000. All right. We got the next guy. My guy. The one and only guy, Mr. Kendrick Bourne. Let's look at this guy's stats. Because he came in around the same time, too. Didn't have to take a year off. And all I see from his stats, ladies and gentlemen, 
It's a word that starts with the letter P and ends with the letter N. Progression. Look at this guy. Rookie season, 16 receptions, 257 yards, was averaging 16.1. We're not going to talk about his drops. Doesn't matter right now. Long was 54. He can catch a bomb. All right, no TDs. 2018, 42 receptions. That's almost damn near like triple, okay? 487 yards, 11.6 long. I mean, uh, average, uh, 33 long, four TDs. Matter of fact, I think in 2018, he led the team in touchdowns. And in 2019, he led the team in touchdowns. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. 2019. Receptions drop. We got more weapons. <laughs> Debo Samuel entered the picture, ladies and gentlemen. 358 yards, 11.9 average, 30 long, but five TDs. Red zone killer. 2020. Receptions back up. Don't tell me he can't catch the ball. 667 yards. Listen, Peachy and Annie, this dude was almost at 1,000 yards. Not, I, I mean, I know it's a third away, but it's damn near right there. 333 more yards. He was a thousand yard receiver. 13.6 average. 49 long. He still can catch the ball. Two TDs. Let's talk about Kendrick Bourne one time. Let's start with Pete. Did I start? Let's start with Annie first. I think I started with Peachy last time. Annie, do you want to bring KB back? And do you think the 49ers want to bring KB back? Yeah, I want to bring KB back. And I also think that he's he's valued at the team is kind of underrated. All you ever hear about is his drops and everything he does wrong. But like you said, like the progression, he's not supposed to be our Debo or our IU. He's our wide receiver three. Exactly. And so he makes all these crucial plays. And the biggest part of his game that goes unnoticed, he never gets injured, like ever. He's working so hard. And Somebody find a piece of wood. Uh, a piece of wood, please. Somebody knock on that piece of wood. I'm sorry because if he resigns, and if that happens, then he's going to have to change her name. Yeah, she's going to have to change her name. Okay? And and it's not going to be good for you. I'm just, I'm just trying to protect you. I'm the protector. All right, keep so far, he hasn't gotten injured. <laughs> No, he's been our he's been our constant in the storm. And I think, you know, everyone loves his energy. And of course his energy is amazing, but I think you gotta give him credit for how he plays too. He's gotten more physical. He's gotten better with his hands, even though he still drops some balls, but he's improving and I think he's gonna improve even more next year. So I wanna bring him back. Um if the team's gonna bring him back. I do think he's going to have to um, take a friendly deal. And I think he's willing to. He came out and said himself that he wants to retire in San Francisco. So I think that he'll be willing to take what they offer him. But if for some reason he's not, then you would let him go. You're not going to give up the farm just to bring KB back. So I agree. And, and Peachy, thoughts on KB? First of all, this chat is cracking me. They are cracking me. Lord have mercy. Right. I'm trying to. Oh, man. Um, Yes, you definitely. I I want him back. And I think the 49ers will bring him back. And I do agree with Annie. I do think that KB is going to work with the 49ers on that. I would like to add also that he is great in our red zone. And that's one thing that I, I always notice more than anything is in the red zone, he's he's al- he's almost money in the red zone. Like, 
to me anyway from from all that you know that I've seen him play or whatever. So yes, I definitely I definitely want him back. And and me personally, I'm a KB guy. You know, if I can, if, mm-hmm. if KB sent me a shirt that said Kendrick Bourne on it, I'd be wearing it <laughs> until it, it get holes in it. Like I'm a Kendrick Bourne guy. Met the guy, cool guy, um, really down to earth. And it's funny because I I'm a grown man. I keep forgetting he's a little kid, even though he's taller than me. But when I met him, he was so cool. Him and his cousin that they were walking in the mall and and uh in San Jose, I think that's where I met them. At. Too cool, right? And I'm just like, oh man. And ever since then, all I've watched Kendrick Bourne do was work hard. And I mean, you you guys watched him train, okay? Uh, and 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 he he's the most durable wide receiver on the yeah. 49ers. He's more durable than Brandon Ayuk. He's way more durable than Debo, Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. He's more durable than Trent Taylor. He's he's just the most durable wide receiver we have. Mm-hmm. And how do you want? How do you not bring this guy back? I agree with Andy Peachy. You're gonna have to find one of those. Unfortunately, and the, and he's gonna have to sign one of those team friendly deals here, right now, right now, mm-hmm. right now. If he wants to stay in San Francisco, I don't think he'll get a big deal. He might get a, a offer from like Philly or, you know, teams that like wide receivers that'll get more play. But I think his heart is here. And I think that he comes back and he continues to progress. Doesn't matter. This is what I love about Kendrick Bourne. I don't, you can add whoever you want to the receiving core. You could bring in Antonio Brown, Jerry Rice. It doesn't matter. He's going to do his thing to show progression, whether he has to learn how to block better, whether he has to learn how... No one talked about him running better routes. <laughs> he's running better routes. He's not your quick guy, right? But on that third down, he is the guy, and this is why Trent Taylor won't be back. I can tell you that right now. I, I, I guarantee you, Debo's the guy that they're going to look for. All right, so that's what we have for 49ers. Now, before we get this show going, let me put this email address up on the Bizord. One time only. One time only, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing the giveaway. Now, the first person that emails the email address, which is, I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm just going to post it. Bam. If you email this email address, you will win an exclusive 49ers painting by none other than one of my dear friends right here in Connecticut, Miss Alyssa. All right. And I'm going to put her info if you want to holler at her now that is in the 49ers color that's the gold right and you got the red and those are the cleats you know what i'm saying got the nike symbol we're not gonna i'm not even gonna say that's nike because we're not gonna get sued but you got the symbol of the check right and that's 49ers because we get checks ladies and gentlemen i want you to email this email address down below nitty gritty niners at gmail.com shout out to you for getting us 250 subscribers i think we're at like 256 almost 260 mm-hmm. i'm not sure haven't yeah. checked it's been a crazy week i've been studying for this exam my mind is crazy this has like been a break for me so this is why we're here tonight ladies and gentlemen make sure you email that email address and you can also follow her on Instagram. So if you want anything exclusively painted for a small fee, and 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 it, it costs money to buy materials, y'all. All right, for a small fee, she'll go ahead and take care of that, and she mails them out 
to you. Whether you want it on canvas, whether you want it on art paper, it doesn't matter. That's uh, Alyssa C underscore 18 on Instagram. Make sure you go ahead and give her a follow. All right. Now, we got the 49ers receivers free agents out the way. Let's talk about some of the free agents in the NFL because there's some guys on this list. There's some guys on this list. (laughs) Now, the 49ers can't afford not one of these guys. I just just want to put that out there. Like, we just don't have money. But there's some guys on the list. In the top three, Chris Godwin, uh, Allen Robinson, and Kenny Galladay um, really have my attention. Also, Will Fuller, Juju Smith, Antonio Brown, T.Y. Hilton has my attention too. But, you know, he's older, can't stay healthy. Um, But I do see a name like Nelson Aguilar up there who, like, people probably like, well, he can't catch either. But there's some guys on this list. So I'm going to leave the list up here for a little bit. I'm going to allow Peachy and Annie to scope and pick their top three other than the top three. Does that make sense? So you can't pick Chris yeah. Godwin. You can't pick Allen Robinson. And you can't, can't, I said pant kick. You can't pick <laughs> Kenny Galladay. But there's some other names. Who, your top three wide receivers on this list, who would they be and why? Okay. I'm going to go first. And right. I would like to say Keelan Cole. Okay. From Jacksonville. Yes. From from Saxonville. And um, I, I just love the way that Keelan plays. I like the way that he uh, that he his routes. Um, they're not they're not perfect, but I just love love the way that, that he plays the position. The next one, I would have to go with Corey Davis, because I love Corey Davis. Tennessee? Yes. Tennessee. From the Titans. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the let's see. I guess I would go with let's see. I guess I would have to go with AJ Green. Okay. The old vet. Right. There's two two vets up. He's the younger of the two, two old vets up here. Right to to um, to give us the veteran presence that the 49ers need oh. is what um, I like um, AJ Green for. I think that's, he could teach he could teach the receivers a lot. Good point. In the locker good. room, great that's great good. locker room guy. No nine yards. Never hear anything bad about AJ. So I like that. Yeah, other than he can't stay healthy. All right, so <laughs> Andy, <laughs> who are you rocking with off this list? All right. Well, in free agency, I think we have to be looking for a a slot receiver, the type of guy that Trent Taylor was supposed to be, kind of a Cole Beasley type. And I think if you if you're looking for someone like that, I'm really looking at Curtis Samuel. He's he had a major year this year and he was excellent in the slot and the outside. So I think he's a great, a great out of Carolina, too. Yeah. Yep. They had some guys, man. Man, they did. He would be an awesome pickup. And then I would like to have Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, I know that he he had some controversy this year, but he is a great slot receiver. And I think that um, he would would thrive in our offense. I mean, if you put him and KB together, I mean, I don't know. There would be some personal Mm -hmm. locker room. But, and then the third one, I was going to go Allen Robinson because I've always wanted to pick up Allen Robinson, but we can't go top three. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's too easy. Plus the expensive. 
That's true. Um, I'm thinking maybe like I like Sammy Watkins. I've always liked the way he's played. So I think that some someone like that would be great to add to our receiver room too. But really, Curtis Samuel and Juju Smith are my top two guys. All right, all right. That's that's yeah. I got some sexy picks. All right, I'm gonna go against the green. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be different because that's just who I am. Okay, so I'm gonna be different now. I think we can get some of these guys on one-year contracts, the guys that I'm going to pick, okay, because I think they got to still prove themselves in the NFL. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to go with my top one. That's Mr. Antonio Brown, Super Bowl mm-hmm. champion Antonio. I don't care what he did with the Raiders, with New England. Matter of fact, I got a whole contra- conspiracy about the whole New England situation. With Anyway, it's funny, this guy – does his time, whatever he has to do, out of the NFL, somehow gets his mind right, gets on a team with probably one of the greatest players of all time and wins a Super Bowl ring. That's a, that's amazing to me. Um, I would like Antonio Brown because he can play the slot, the the wide. The, he can play all, all of them. So you, you can utilize him, and you don't have to expect much from him. But when he's on the field, he develops a certain presence of the way defenses have to play because they still respect Antonio Brown. You don't want to get beat deep by him, and you don't want to give up those crossing routes to him, right? The next guy, the next guy, give I the 40. The when has the last Marquise Goodwin? All right, my bad. That's not too long ago. Give me Will Fuller, the fifth. I don't know yeah. why there's five Will Fullers, but there's five of them. He's the fifth one. Give me the fifth <laughs> Will Fuller. Listen, yeah. th- talk about stretching the D. This guy will stretch mm-hmm. the field, make take the top off the D. Whatever it is, I guarantee you get a guy like him, Jimmy Garoppolo's, you know, throwing rate down the field would be just a little bit better and a little bit more confident as well, right? A little bit, because he's burning, guys, which means safeties can't cheat, all right? And, you know, you guys kind of took some of my picks, but if I had to pick a vet for the locker room, go give me old man Larry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take that dude away from Arizona, bring him to San Francisco, let this guy come in and teach the wide receivers how to be wide receivers. I'm telling you right now, that would be my top three. And I like that. We all had different different uh, styles, but I'm going to keep it a buck with you, Annie. Juju was my guy. That, that I, I love Juju Smith. Mm-hmm. I, I, do. I, I love Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, I think he didn't he retire. I don't know if did he retire. He retired, I think, like a month ago or something. Well, yeah, Pittsburgh which is why, which is why I didn't, I didn't choose him. I didn't well, choose I, I, I didn't Gerald. Know. <laughs> I, I didn't get the retirement memo. I guarantee you, he'll he'll come out of retirement and stood up one more game or two more For games. Just no, I'm just saying. I, I guarantee you, he will be a Cardinal again. I can guarantee it. Just like all these tight ends came out of retirement and and played Witten, Gronk, Super Bowl champ. And so I don't know if he's retired, then I'll I'll just stick with my two guys, and Juju will be my third. All right. So those are your NFC free uh, agents and your NFL free agents at the wide receiver position. And now it's time to get down to the nitty gritty. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the panel has been doing homework. All right. They've been watching film. They've been wa- reading articles, reading all these editorials about these wide receivers. And we're going to talk about the top five wide receivers in the draft. And, you know, maybe I, I got some curveballs that aren't on, on our list. Uh, but we're going to talk about these top five. And we know we're not going to get three of them. But there are two of them I think we can get. They're like two of them the 49ers may be able to draft 
at 12, all right? So we're going to talk about those guys. Who's going first? Because I never know who's going first, even though I select who's going first, but that doesn't mean I remember who I selected because I'm 40. So Me, I'm up. All right, so you have Mr. Chase? Yes. From LSU. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number one wide receiver in the draft class will be none other than the one and only Jamar Chase out of LSU Tigers. Take it away, PG. At 6'1", 208 pounds. He was the main target for Joe Burrow in that record-breaking offense in 2019 that LSU had. He also set the single SEC record for receiving yards, 1780, and touchdowns, 20. His route running, hands, ball skills, and post-catch ability and blocking was very historic for the LSU offense seemed that he is going to be fantastic in the NFL. His comp we have is Reggie Wayne. It's who we have for Mr. Jamar Chase. Reggie Wayne, future Hall of Famer. Uh, mm-hmm. Any thoughts about Mr. Chase? Like, how, how do you have you guys watched? I, mean, I know Peachy has, but Annie, have you seen any any film on on Mr. Chase? I haven't seen him play much. I think I've seen some highlights here and there, and I understand why he's the number one wide receiver. Oh, yeah. He's incredible. And so, I mean, I don't think we have he a chance. amazing. Here's why he's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the kid that got drafted last year? I'm drawing a blank from LSU. Uh, he, he went to the oh. Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson. Okay, yeah. so Justin Jefferson came out in the draft last season and was the standout wide receiver you know, just like Jerry Judy was the standout wide receiver from Alabama, but the best wide receiver on the field was Devontae, you know, Smith, right? So so Chase outperformed Jefferson. Now, they normally, the LSU Tigers like to line up their best receiver in the slot because they're quicker, bigger, faster, and they get yak, right? They can, they can do things. Right. Mm-hmm. This kid wasn't even lined up in the slot. He didn't play his senior year. His junior year, he balled out. He outperformed Justin Jefferson. So he's clearly number one, guys. And he's probably going to go to, like, who the, who the top three? The, the Jets? No, nah, the Jets better not. The Dolphins, maybe? They're number three? I can see them picking Dolphins. Yeah, I can see them picking up a receiver. Um, right. To try to help but, out Tua or something. Exactly. I mm-hmm. I don't see him going less than a fifth pick in the in the NFL, less than number five, um, depending on who wants what. But I, he's definitely going to be the right. first receiver off board. All right. Next up, we have none other than from Alabama, uh, Devonte <laughs> Smith. Yes, and uh, this is actually pretty convenient because today PFF's latest mock draft has us taking Devonte Smith at twelve. <laughs> they passed up on Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy, and they get the best wide receiver in the time. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Good. Okay, my bad. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> I mean, if we go, if we got Devontae Smith, it would definitely Jimmy would have to start throwing downfield or something. But anyways, he yeah. is. 6'1", 175, and really that size is probably the only knock on him. He is undersized. He's very lean, but um, 
he's a Heisman winner. He's an amazing downfield threat. And he has, he also has great yards after the catch, like Ayuk and Debo and probably not as powerful as them, but kind of similar. And if that seems like something Shanahan would be all over, but um, he's an incredible route runner. His routes are crisp. They're smooth and he has amazing hands and he's so he's tough. He's way more physical than what you would think for his size. But um, yeah. And if you were, if you were to compare him to someone from the NFL, it would be Marvin Harris because mm. they're like lean they they run extremely <laughs> and if he turns right. out like and we were i mean the hard thing is if he were to fall to 12 mm. i don't think you can pass pass up on him of course not no Dominic, <laughs> not at all Devante smith is number 12 and he's still mm. on the board Ooh. and john yes. lynch doesn't draft Devonte smith I'll find myself out to California. And we're going to have a conversation with Mask on. I guarantee, like, I get it. You don't want to draft a wide receiver, blah, blah, blah. But this kid, mm-hmm. game changer. Game changer. Right. Now, before I get to my pick, I, before I get to my guy that I have to present, uh, <sighs> drafting a wide receiver for the 49ers shouldn't even be in in the first round, it shouldn't even be a thought. Mm. But you can't pass up on some of this talent. Now, mm. I will say that this wide receiver pool may have a slight edge, slight edge over the 2020 wide receiver pool because I think this class is a little bit deeper at the position. There's some guys that Kyle Shanahan could go get just like he got Brandon Ayuk, just mm-hmm. like he drafted Debo Samuel. There's actually another kid from South Carolina that's out there. I'm not going to mention his name. And there's a kid from USC that I like. Not going to mention his name either. But there's some guys out there I can see Kyle trying to scoop up maybe in the second round. Mm-hmm. But if these three guys... Ugh, this is so tough. Because if these three guys are on the board and there's a quarterback on the board, I mean, that you want... <laughs> I say go get the, I say get the player and, and keep Jimmy and just and just uh just like yeah that. yeah all right so ladies and gentlemen we're gonna stay in Alabama road <laughs> time now statistically wise mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say that Devontae Smith was the best receiver statistically wise out of Alabama but let me tell you something about Mr. Waddle 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 this cat was a monster like he wasn't even the perfect compliment I think as defenders, you didn't want them throwing the ball to any one of the wide receivers. Like, you wanted Mac Jones to throw the ball to the tight ends or the running backs because he and you know what you get out of Jalen Waddle? It's like he's an upgrade over Henry Ruggs. Now, he doesn't have the speed as Henry Ruggs, but oh man, he's quick. Okay, so he returns and he's a wide receiver, deep threat wide receiver. Actually, and he has, oh wait, Jalen Waddle didn't drop any passes. Uh, and he didn't play the whole 2020 season in college either. So I do want to put that out there. He did get injured, and I think that might have... He might have been the number one wide receiver over Jamar Chase, and Chase might be number three or number two, just to be honest. But uh, 5'10", 183 pounds. This kid is going to come into the NFL and burn, baby, burn. 
I'm telling you right now, there's one thing, Alabama, they seem to produce wide receivers, you know. You're not going to all get the physical specimen of the Julio Jones. I, I feel like the Julio Jones, the LeBron Jameses, like that physical specimen made in test tubes, I think that's done. I think you're getting, now we're getting average of what players should be like, you know, naturally birthed, right? Like you're, you're getting smaller, quicker. And and like you said, Devontae Smith was strong. Jalen Waddle's another strong guy. So yeah. that's two guys from Alabama. And I think our next guy is from LSU. Yes, we have Mr. Terrace Marshall. And uh, he's a 6'3", 200 pounds. And the cool thing about him is he was the other guy that was on this amazing offense <laughs> that featured all these amazing receivers, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Uh, Marshall shined a lot more because he had more chances to in 2020. He averaged more than 100 receiving yards per game, hauled in double-digit touchdown receptions for two for two seasons in a row. Says that he's very versatile and that he's proven himself both from the slot and out wide while attacking all levels of the field with consistency. His size is great. His, phys- his physicality is great. His hands are great. Ball skills and run after the catch is also really good. The only setback is that he did have a foot injury, some minor drops, but and, and also some inconsistent moments as a blocker. But no one's really concerned about that because he's just awesome at what he does. So, <laughs> look, LSU produces wide receivers just like exactly. they produce linebackers and safeties. Okay, that's that's that, that those are positions that they produce, mm-hmm. and um, you can take it with a grain of salt. But when you usually get one of those guys from LSU, doesn't matter if it's their first or second option, they both turn out to be. They all always turn out to be star studs in the NFL. And this kid's a monster. He's six three right. guys. I mean, when have we? Yeah, JJ Stokes. Like, when's the last time we had a bigger receiver on this team? Did I just mention? The name no one never yeah. heard of before. Yeah, JJ Stokes. All right, out of UCLA. Listen, Slobby says the best three wide receivers from last year's draft was uh Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, and Michael Pittman Jr. All pick below 20. I'd take Bateman if we trade down, and we're gonna get to him next. Uh Slobby is so cool. Like you're just like in sync with the with the nitty-gritty Niners crew. Like mm-hmm. that rocks, bro. So let me tell you something. Um, I will debate you though. I wouldn't put Pittman Jr. in there because uh, what's his name? Chase Claypool? That kid was a monster. Oh, he was amazing. And and but he does <laughs> fit. Great. He does fit because I don't think Claypool was drafted high, so he does fit um, your your whole you know persona about drafting wide receivers later right. in the draft. I, and I and I agree with you. But listen, I'm, all I'm saying is if Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddle was there at 12. You can't just simply say, I'm not drafting the wide receiver guys. That wouldn't be smart. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I know we need, uh, I know we have other needs. I yeah. get it, but it just wouldn't be smart. <laughs> All right. Let's yeah. go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and, and get to um to our fifth guy. And then I think we'll be done for tonight's show. So this is awesome, guys. Great job so far. This is the guy out of Minnesota that everybody is talking about. Yeah. And I I agree 100% with what that comment said because I think that this might be one of the most realistic wide receivers for the draft. And if you trade down, I think you've got to get him because this guy, people are like screaming from the mountains about his potential. He's said to be the most polished and put together wide receiver in the draft. And he they're saying he's mm-hmm. NFL 
ready because he's he's an amazing route runner and he can break in any direction at any point. He has these super if you ever watch him on on film, he has these crazy long legs. He's a great down the field threat. He's also I mean, he's just all over the place and they're saying that he's going to be ready for the NFL and I think he could be a breakout star like Justin Jefferson. And I think if you trade trade back, that is our way of picking him up and I think that's the smartest thing to do. So I I love your theory. I do. I love it a lot, actually. Because I had us trading back. Mmm. Mmm. I don't see him in the 20s, though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't see him in the 20s. Yeah. I I hate to say it. But, uh, and I know there's a lot of teams out there that aren't going to just jump over wide receivers. Like, if, if I, if, if the Cincinnati Bengals... Take a wide receiver over an offensive lineman yeah. in this draft. That would just like, into <laughs> the fire. It would just it, like that would be great for us, but come on, like I that think would be bad for Cincinnati. If, if, you're, if you're like me, you want to see NFL teams compete and be good mm-hmm. and not be doomed. But you drafted a franchise quarterback and he has zero protection. Ask me yeah. how I know. He was on the IR for like the second half of the season with an ACL. He had a nasty injury too. It was like 10 ACLs or something like that. But listen, you got to protect him. But don't get it twisted. At five, Cincinnati is looking at Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase. Like they're going to be there. I just think that when you have a franchise quarterback, you got to get him his protection. And mm-hmm. there's going to be a couple of guys out there. If Sewell's not there, there's a couple of dudes out there that you can go ahead and get to protect him. But I love Bateman. But here, if I can get a, if I can get a player that I can wait for in the second round that can do some of the things Bateman does, mm-hmm. I would go ahead and get Amra, uh, um, Amon Ra St. Brown out of USC. I, I, I feel like mm-hmm. he has the same skill sets as yeah, Bateman. Like he, he's a Bateman guy. He, they, these are 49er guys. They fit the Kyle Shanahan system and they add an extra element. Same way Brandon Ayuk does. Plus, with with uh, um, with Bateman or <clears throat> my man um, St. Brown, those are guys you can also line up in the backfield. People don't want to talk about that, but that's something that Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan likes to do. I just don't think that they will take a wide receiver in the first round, just because of all the stipulations that comes with it. And five years later, who wants to pay that money? Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think if the only way we're taking a wide receiver in the first round is probably if Devontae Smith falls as well. Right. Right. Other way, I think if you trade back, you're looking, oh, I can get a great corner. I can get a great O-lineman. Right. Edge or whatever, you know. Right. Yep. Yeah, I agree. If they trade back... Nine times out of ten, I have them projecting getting an edge. If they trade back, because now you're looking at your Gregory Russo's, you're looking at your Izzy's Ajaleri's, and you're looking at um the kid out the other kid out of Miami, that Justin kid. And and so I if they trade back into the mid-20s, I believe those guys will be there. I think they go ahead and get them an edge. The speed guy opposite the side of Bosa. And then they just pick 44 and whoever's best player available, which I believe a guard will be available at that position at that time. Uh what's the guard that we all like? He also plays center um not the dude from ohio state the kid from uh, i just did the show on him last night anyway i believe that guy will be available in the 40s so i can see the 49ers doing that and then picking up a wide receiver in round three if there are any that fit their skill system out there listen ladies you guys rock i just want to tell you that 
I think you guys do an awesome job when it comes to breaking down these players. Next week, we're going to be bringing a different position for you guys. And remember, we're picking positions where the 49ers needs, right? So we did our offensive tackles. We did our ends. We're doing wide receivers. I really don't want to do a show on fullbacks alone. So we'll do fullbacks and running backs. All right. Um, because there's some running backs out here that uh, the mm-hmm. 49ers might want to just say, hey, because they're going to be available. They're going to be available. Anyway, I don't know if we'll save that show for last, but we got some plays. We got to do, we did cornerbacks, right? We got to do safeties. Mm-hmm. Like, what's our team without good safeties? And I'm not talking about safety safeties. I'm talking about ball hawking, playmaking, get down to the nitty gritty, <laughs> knock the ball yeah. out, Deshaun Ghoston, Dante Whitner, Ronnie Lott, Murray Hanks, Tim McDonald. <laughs> I'm talking about those yeah. type of mm-hmm. safeties. That's all I'm saying. Didn't mean to get loud, scare anybody out there, wake anybody babies up. But ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another Nitty Gritty Niner show. This is the quickest hour. This hour goes by faster than my hour in church. It's super fast. I'm like, what is going on? All right, but we truly uh, appreciate you guys out there. Peachy, final thoughts. Thank everyone for tuning in and for your amazing entertainment for the chat. really great great and um it was a really good show before we end um i want to pay my respects to the family of mr vincent jackson very very tragic of what happened to him so you guys keep his family in thoughts and prayers uh really really sad vincent was was a great receiver he really was he was a lot of fun he was a lot of fun to to watch on the field so with the Chargers in Tampa Bay. So I really am saddened to hear that and so young. So it just makes it even worse. Very tragic, but that's all I want to say. Definitely our condolences right. from the Nitty Gritty Niners family goes out to his family. Yes. Um, another another player, another another loss and a very sad one. Uh, Annie, right. any final thoughts? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was so sad to hear about that and definitely sending out thoughts and prayers and also yeah thank you guys for watching and i'm super excited to do the show you got me excited breezy about the show on running backs because i think we need a power mm-hmm. back <laughs> and i'm excited to look into the class this year listen yeah me symmetry and i like we're just like on, on last night's show yo let's draft the running back like, like mm-hmm. and, and he was like look we, we don't have one healthy running back on the overall. I said, you know what? I, you, you're right. We we don't. Um, but my thing is, when does Kyle draft running back? The last time he drafted a running back, it didn't work out. So I'm 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 not sure right. if he's nervous about it. But there's some dogs in this draft yes, that are going to get overlooked. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do next week. Let's do running backs. Let's run it back with the running backs. Let's do it. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. She's your host, Crystal Peachy B. She's your host, Miss Annie. I, it's weird because he's at NFC Niners, and it's so hard to say that. It doesn't, like, fit the rhyme. But make sure you go ahead and give her a follow at NFC Niners. And for the last time, the giveaway, email niners at gmail.com. And the first person that has their email there will be the one that I will be reaching out to, sending out this wonderful painting posted uh picture posted uh for you guys all right so we out we love you peace in the middle east they did it y'all know that sound nobody believed but us that's why we call faithful nobody believed but us